Today's Thinking Deeper podcast in partnership with Pro Manchester and supported by Bruntwood is with the amazing Megan Christie Copeland. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you and thank you very much for having me. I want to start off by saying congratulations as you surprisingly to yourself <laughs> won a double award. Yeah. Can you tell everyone what you won? I'm still getting my head around it now, I have to admit. Um, and it feels strange to have to broadcast it. Um, but yes, I do appreciate that. I do need to share this news. So I won the Lawyer of the Year at the Pro Manchester MEMA Awards. And unbeknownst to me, there was a final category, which was the overall winner of the night from um, all the different sectors and industries across Manchester, some incredible worthy winners, some of which were sat on my table. Um, and at the end of the night, once I'd had a glass or two of wine, <laughs> there was then the overall Chairman's Rising Star Award, uh, which somehow my name got shouted out for. Um, so yeah, those were my two awards, which I'm still... Round of applause. Uh, gobsmacked, fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, why do, you, why do you sound so uncomfortable saying this? It's such uh, a big accolade to win, but I feel like yeah. you are not quite comfortable announcing it. Yeah, maybe it's a British thing. Um, <laughs> I think you... It, it has always been the next thing, the next thing to do, the next thing to achieve, the next thing to support your team with, support the firm with, and you don't necessarily take that time to reflect. And that's maybe something that I've learned. It's really important to take those moments and cherish them and be grateful for them. And so maybe it's still part of my learning curve that I need to stop and um, take that gratitude, accept that award. And that's probably why I still feel sheepish, perhaps, about sharing that. Um, you know, my husband had to text my family about it. Oh, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't share it with anyone at the time. Um, so, yeah, I think that's probably why. Is that because there's a, there's a huge element of humility in you that although you are very ambitious, you're very driven that you still feel like you need to remain grounded and stay humble? Incredibly so. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a conscious um, thing that I'm trying to achieve. I think I am probably just very grounded. Um, you know, I grew up in a little farming village with my wellies on. Um, I used to dance around the kitchen. To me, I'm not this award-winning lawyer and I don't see myself as that. And um, I also think maybe the area of law that I do, I support um, catastrophic injury uh, clients, uh, highly vulnerable um, clients with a lot of safeguarding issues and uh, exploitation issues. And my gosh, they keep you grounded mm -hmm. because they don't care what awards you've won. They just need a good human being to support them throughout life's challenges. And that's what I want to be. That That's the type of lawyer that I am. Did you always want to go into law? Was this when you were dancing around the kitchen? <laughs> did you have an epiphany that I'm going to be a lawyer when I grow up? Uh, it was dance school or law school. Oh, okay. Um, pretty much neck and neck throughout. Right. <laughs> um, and it just really, it was each step of the way that I got nearer to law. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, really enjoyed my GCSEs, like the secret geek that I am. Um, so I thought, I'll do A-levels. Then I really enjoyed my A-levels. So I thought dance school could wait. So then I did law at university. And, and then I was just very, very fortunate that one thing after another led into a career in law. And it's quite a vast career. It's not just, you know, the, there are so many fields. What mm. made you choose that one in particular? Uh, court of protection for me mm. is the area that doesn't really feel like you're a lawyer. <laughs> you're somebody's uh, champion in life. You're their buddy. 
you're their best friend or their enemy, depending on you know <laughs> what's going on in their life at that moment. You're their social worker, you're their GP, you're their counsellor, you're every type of lawyer for them. Mm. So what's great about court protection work is it touches upon every aspect of law. So employment law, family law, criminal law, uh, commercial litigation, uh, dispute resolution, conveyancing, you name it in the area of work that we do, we come across everything. So I love it because it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you at the forefront of every aspect of law. Um, and yeah, I guess that makes it highly interesting, varied. No, It doesn't feel like it was such a small thing now. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. almost, you just brought it back out to yeah. what it is. And I feel like, you know, being a cheerleader mm. seems to be one of the things that you do. So I guess you're dancing still in there somewhere. Absolutely. Just <laughs> yeah. without the pom-poms. Yeah, <laughs> without the pom-poms. Um, uh, talk to me about how you stay motivated the way that you do um because although you're talking to me very passionately about what you do with court protection um th there must be times where you really feel because I feel like you're quite an empathic person mm. and you must see the pain and feel the pain of some of your clients mm. and and how does Megan deal with that on a day-to-day -day basis because it pretty mm. much would be a day-to-day -day thing right yeah absolutely um I stay motivated because it sounds really cheesy, but I do care. You get out of bed because those clients need you. Um, and you are, yes, it's hard. It's hard to bear those emotions and that volatility. But ultimately, you've got to remind yourself you're making a difference. You're coming home every day and thinking, I made a difference to somebody else's life who otherwise wouldn't have had that support. Um, and I think the other side to what my job is and therefore what motivates me is my team. I've got 42 incredible team members. Um, and not to say that they need me, because they don't, they're very confident in their own right, but I get out of bed in the morning and I'm motivated because I want to be a great manager to them. I want to support them in their career. I want to pass the lift down or whatever the, the saying is. You know, I really do want to support them with their personal or professional goals as well. Oh, wow. Everybody needs a manager like you. You could write a book. <laughs> Don't Some people that. could learn a few things from that. <laughs> I mean, you're doing yourself a little bit of a disservice by just calling yourself a lawyer and just talking about your team because, you know, at GMW, you are actually partner status. How does that make you feel? Proud. Um, you know, I am. That was a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked on that one. Yeah, you didn't hesitate so much then. <laughs> um, I think maybe because that one is easier when you look at statistics to say that that stands out in terms of I am a young female. And, and I just want to, to let viewers know, just to interrupt you there, um, you know, Mima is made in Manchester. It's 30 and under. 35. 35 and under. So, <laughs> I'll take you know, that though, that's still, Oh, yeah, well, you don't look a day over 21, so it's fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, they're recognising incredible talent at a grassroots level within Manchester. And mm. we won't ask you your age, but to achieve such mm. a level uh, at partner, at a huge firm like GMW, I mean, they're not just Manchester, they're London, Liverpool, Liverpool and beyond, right? Mm. So... You know that that's that's big. <laughs> it was it's a real element of pride because I think it is so important to empower people and uh, especially young females or anyone from a, a different background. Um, I think it, it is important. And you know, kudos to JMW. They recruited me two years ago, so I am happy to share that. I think. I think it was a three and a one that started in that year. Um, so you can work out my age now. Um, <laughs> 
And they, they absolutely took, you know, I saw it as a gamble. They, they obviously didn't. But, you know, to take a 31-year-old partner and to join the board of a big department um, was, was something that they were very happy to do. That, that's what they're trying to achieve. And now that I am at that board level... I'm delighted to be part of, you know, the strategy and where JMW is going, which is a really exciting future, and to be involving others as well in that, as I mentioned, you know, sending that lift down and helping others achieve that. And for example, I've there's been 12 promotions plus in my team in the past year, and a lot of those are, you know, young, dynamic people from different backgrounds. So I'm just I'm just loving listening to you because you know you you're so inspirational. Um, I'm proud of you and I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> so for you to have got to where you are at such a young age, I mean, it's incredible. What kind of message would you give to young female uh, ambitious women that still struggle or find challenges on a day to day basis because of mm. it's still hard, particularly in the legal world? It's still a fairly male dominated, male controlled environment. What advice would you give them? I would say be true to yourself. You know, you can you can get so many tips of, you know, work ethic, do this, stay motivated, do this. But actually be true to yourself. Is it what you want to do? Are you going to gain happiness from this? You know, I know this podcast is really holistic. It's not just talking about professional success. It's talking about well-being and, and other aspects. And you do have to do what's right for you on a personal level. Because if it feels right to you, you will do better at it. You will achieve. You will gain those successes more comfortably. Um, so that would probably be my top tip for the people to stay true to yourself and, and you know, really target what you want and go after it in the way that suits you, your personality, your attitude to, to life, to what you want to achieve, what you want to put out there. Um, yeah. I can see why you are where you are. <laughs> because you're very certain about what you know and what works and it works for you. And mm -hmm. so you do more of it and mm -hmm. it's infectious. Mm -hmm. It really is. So, you know, the concept of thinking deeper is, is about people hopefully taking away or, as I'm told, taking forward, mm -hmm. not away, if we were looking at it positively, um, taking forward um, life lessons that they might be able to use within their, mm -hmm. their everyday journeys. Um, is there anything you would like to share that might be interesting to people? Mm. I think a life lesson would be resilience and adaptability because you don't get anything on a plate you've got to work for it um you're going to have obstacles in your way you're going to have things beyond your control you know we don't need to talk about the c word that's dominated our lives for two years but nobody saw that coming we've all got to adapt in our personal lives and our professional lives and it's not been an easy ride uh, by any means for me to have achieved this i've really had to think long and hard about, okay, there's this obstacle in the way. Do I tackle it head on? Do I try to swerve around it? Or do I just do a completely different route? And I'm really happy to share that I've not always done COP. I've not always, you know, been at the same firm. I've really had to navigate my way around, I'd say, fairly tricky issues. Um, and you've got to pick yourself back up. Um, you've got to have, um, again, maybe a bit cheesy, but personal love, mm -hmm. personal respect pick yourself back up, get going again, be resilient, um, ad adapt to what you want to try and achieve. Uh, and that's that's something that for me, I'd say, has been throughout my whole process uh, and 
and no doubt for others as well. Mm. Thank you so much. That's really interesting. And I'm sure a lot of people will be able to resonate with that and, mm. and take that forward. So on to the fire okay. round. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look so nervous. It's actually not that bad. Um, okay, so we're gonna. I'm going to just dive straight into it. Deep dive. Did yeah. See what I did there? I'd say, yeah, uh, very much so. <laughs> uh, a dream mentor that you would like to have on speed dial. So, sorry, say that A dream again. mentor that you'd have on speed dial. I'm going to go with you. I've already, I've already learned a lot from this one podcast. <laughs> That's very generous Please. of you, but I'm sure there's plenty more people you could find other than that. <laughs> but thank you, I'll take it. Yes, I'll take do. it. Um, a podcast or an audible that you would want to share that you recommend to people? Oh, it's one that's up in the chart, so probably everyone has listened to it. It's got a naughty first word with an S and then married, annoyed. Um, it's two comedians. It made me laugh throughout the pandemic. It kept me going. And and that, I think really anyone that you strike up a, a relationship with that keeps you going and that you do enjoy their company of when you're listening to. Yeah, amazing. It's I always love asking that question because whatever you expect that person to say is never say. what they say. <laughs> So I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a brain food you would recommend? Kale. Nice. I love it. I've heard of everyone, kale a few times. It's been everyone, mentioned. Everyone thinks I'm bonkers, but you can do so much with it. Yes, it's very versatile. Mm. Um, by the way, I know I just said I've, I've heard of kale. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> I mean, quite a few people say kale is the brain food. <laughs> um, most useful one-liner everyone should know. Put it in context, any particular type of... Uh, if you were to share a mantra. Hmm. What's your mantra? Do you have a mantra? I, I, I don't. I probably should have one. <laughs> um, I, I think something really simple, uh, like be happy, be kind, be considerate. Amazing. We'll take that. That's a good one. Just made up on the spot. But. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> on the spot is good. Uh, do you have a spirit animal? <laughs> no. I've just got a puppy in lockdown and I love dogs. So maybe <laughs> you know how go... many people say that? It's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't have a spirit animal, but I've got a dog. Yeah. That's still a spirit so, animal somewhere along I'd, the way. Because, yeah. you know, they, they, choose, they choose you, don't they? Yeah. They choose you and you choose them. Yeah. Okay. With that. All right. Yeah. Good. An app you can't live without. I'm useless on my phone. I'm never on apps. I'm too busy. The last thing I want to do is go home and be on my screen. So um, I'm not going to give you any amazing new ideas, but I love Spotify. Music is on in, in every aspect of my life, in every room of my house. I couldn't live without music. So I'd say Spotify. Kind of explains why you love dancing though, doesn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's always yeah. a beat going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, worst piece of advice someone gave you? Oh... You're not good enough. Wow. Do you know how many times I've heard that as well? Yeah. Amazing. Who yeah. was it by just out of interest? We're probably going to move swiftly on from that question. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, yeah, I think letting people tell you what you can do and what you can achieve. Yeah, um, but then you could flip it on its side and say maybe that's part of why you try to oh, prove you people are. wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if I just take you back to that young girl that was making a decision between <laughs> doing law or doing dance, if that girl could look at you yeah. now, what would she be saying? Get back on the dance floor? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Um, uh, yeah, I think she would see that I am still that person. I still have that 
that spirit, that that same childhood love of life and thirst for knowledge and, and new experiences. And yeah, I think she would be quite quite shocked at you know where that journey has, has taken me. You mean how incredibly <laughs> well you've done and how much you've achieved in such a, a short space of time. I'll give you the credit. How about that? Thanks. Listen, thank you so much for being on my show. It's been amazing. Yes. I've loved talking to you. Yes. Um, and I know I've said it a few times. It's, you know, I genuinely do feel proud of you, even though I don't know you. So, and I, I hope all the best for you. Thank you to, so much. To continue rising and flying. Oh, thanks thank so you. much. It's been a pleasure.